This podcast contains language that may not be suitable for all listeners. My name is Billy Mangala, and you're listening to the Emerald Podcast Network. Welcome to the Emerald Podcast Network and to this week's edition of Culture Rap. I'm Alec Cowan. I'm Sarah Zadavies, Arts and Culture Editor. I'm Casey Crowley, News Reporter. And this week we wanted to talk a little bit about concerts, uh, concerts in Eugene that happened this past year, concerts that are coming up, and maybe even some venue talk about the best places to see concerts in Eugene. Yeah, I think I want to start out with talking about someone I'm kind of surprised Casey and Alec don't know about. (laughs) Um, David Byrne from The Talking Heads uh, is coming, doing a pretty big worldwide tour, and he's coming to the Halt Center in Eugene. Um, And then he's also playing, I think, the Keller Auditorium in Portland. Um, And I find it interesting that David Byrne, who is such a big name um is coming to eugene and kind of playing an intimate show like i know the halt center is like not super big like it's bigger in eugene but it's not huge and i it's you know more of a classical music kind of like ballet opera type concert hall so i'm really interested in seeing him there and seeing kind of how that plays out with like a you know kind of a rock concert what are some concerts you guys are looking forward to um walk the moon that's one of my favorite bands if you don't know who they are they did uh different colors shut up and dance those are their main thing main songs i can think of off the top of my head that you might recognize oh yeah anna sun too i forgot about that one oh i didn't know that was them i used to listen to that song all the time that was off their their very first ep actually um that one in tightrope maybe my favorites yeah that was their first title self-titled album Mm -hmm. yeah and they came out with their third album pretty recently like a month or two ago i think um, and yeah, so they're doing tour for that. They're not coming to Eugene. They're coming to Portland and Seattle. I think they're doing two shows in both. I'm going to the one in Seattle. Real fun, upbeat music that should be awesome. Where are they playing in Seattle? Do you know? I've, 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 I don't know the exact I've only been to, I went to a, this summer, um, Craig, who's the former arts editor, and I went to go see like a, a kind of like a living room show from a, an artist named Craig Finn in Seattle. And that was very interesting, but we didn't get, really get to see any like actual concert venues there but um i know there are some pretty cool ones they're playing at uh the neptune theater oh in yeah Seattle. I, I think i think a lot of acts go through there <laughs> but most you know i think a lot of acts probably go through like mcdonald theater i think they're pretty comparable but i could just be bluffing i don't know okay so now that we've talked a little bit about what we're looking forward to um traveling for shows maybe we can go back and speak a little bit about what shows that we've seen recently that have been kind of good and cool and different or just shows that we've seen recently? Yeah, um, I recently saw Hippocampus in Portland at the Crystal Ballroom. Um, they were a great band live, honestly. Um, what was their show like? Like, what was it like yeah. seeing them play? Because I know they played Wonder Ballroom last year, so, like, yeah. different venues. I don't you didn't see them at Wonder Ballroom, but, like... Yeah, so I wrote a review about it that you can read on Daily Emerald dot com self plug um but they're a minnesota-based kind of indie rock group really interesting kind of compositions very like skippy guitar little intricate guitar lines um very upbeat dancey music um and i was really excited to see them live and they're just as good live i think um i mean their their dancey tunes really translate well to kind of a big area well so it's funny because we've talked a little i don't think we've ever talked about this in a podcast but hippocampus went to my high school and it's very interesting 
kind of hearing I missed the show I was supposed to take photos at the show but I had a health scare in the middle of the day that would be a great po- another podcast um but I missed the show and I it was interesting to hear about Alex's experiences because I feel like seeing them but it would have been I mean I don't necessarily like their music a whole lot but seeing kind of a band that like came out of my high school playing this large venue in Portland I think would have been really cool yeah, that was my first time being to the Crystal Ballroom. You've been to the been, Crystal Ballroom before? I haven't been in any other venues in Portland, too. So what do y'all think if you've seen concerts? What what would be the best venue in Portland, oh, maybe? Oh, in Portland? I really like Crystal Ballroom. I saw um, X, a punk band there last year, fall term. I'm trying to think. I think I've seen two shows there, but I could be wrong. Maybe it's just that one. I also really liked... Um, the Wonder Ballroom, which is where I saw Car Seat Headrest, um, and this band called The Domestics, where like the bassist just like ate an apple like the whole time. It was really weird. Um, but I really enjoyed seeing Car Seat Headrest at Wonder Ballroom because like a week before I had seen them at Wow Hall in Eugene, and it was a different different environment because Wonder Ballroom is more I feel like more of like an established like big music venue with like a higher stage and everything while like Wall Hall if you're up front you can literally put your hands on the stage you can kind of lean on the stage and it was interesting the vibes of the shows were very different but also really good they were both really good shows um the Roseland no at um at what Wonder it, well has anybody seen yes yeah I went to the see Roseland. the Pixies yeah I think I've seen a couple shows there yeah, I saw Pixies at Roseland, and that was cool too. That was um, that was I was really up front. It was really packed though because it was sold out, and this drunk guy came up and like started pushing me, and I was like, "It's it's the Pixies. Do you really need to do that?" Well, where is my mind is playing, you know? But um, yeah, the Roseland. I wanted to go to a show there yesterday, but didn't end up making it. Um, but I, I enjoyed it. It's definitely a different venue. It's kind of in an interesting part of Portland too. <laughs> Yeah, and so Eugene, of course, had a lot of super great concerts this past year. Uh, we have a story on it on dailyemerald.com about the best mm-hmm. concerts of the year. Check that out. But we got to see Tyler, the Creator. We got to see uh, Iron and Wine. Portrait of the Man was just here yesterday. Portrait of the Man here yesterday. Uh, the Star- Shins. Starfucker. So many bands have come through Eugene recently. And, like, ones you wouldn't expect either. But uh, Blind... I mean, I guess you'd expect this because they're Oregonian. But uh, Blind Pilot came through. Like, I think I could probably make a list of, like, ten acts that have come through Eugene in the last year that, like, really were good. Like, and also, like, interesting shows in Eugene, too, that I don't think would have come through maybe a couple of years ago. Yeah, Brockhampton, too, as well. Yeah. Um, After they had a stellar year. So... Looking at kind of where all these bands we have and then kind of more focusing on Eugene venues, mm-hmm. uh, in y'all's opinion, what is the best place to see a concert in Eugene? And then why? I mean, obviously, maybe hmm. we don't know because we haven't seen someone, you know, at the McDonald. We've only seen them at WOW, you know, or vice versa, something like that. But, you know, what what makes you know, what bands mm-hmm. are good for where and why? I saw Spoon at Wild Hall, not Wild Hall, I saw Spoon at McDonald a couple weeks ago, beginning of the term, and man, that was a good show. I mean, Spoon is like truly like Brit, uh, Brit Daniels, I think is his name, like the front man is truly a rock, like a rock star. Like there is, that band is so phenomenal. I've, the only time I'd seen them before was at a live, um, at a, like a live music festival and to see them play a theater that maybe held like I think the McDonald maybe holds around 1,500, 1,700. I have to fact check that. But to see them play a place like that was really cool. I think McDonald is probably my top 
venue in Eugene to see um, established indie bands, established, like, the Shins were also great there, and I think there's something about the acoustics in that room that's great, but if I'm kind of wanting to see more up-and-coming, like, more DIY acts, I think Wow Hall is great. Um, saw Car Seat Headrest there, and that reigns as one of my top shows in a long time, and that was 2016. Um, but I think Wow Hall has more of that, like, kind of, like, fighting DIY spirit role, like McDonald's, like, for more established acts. Um, but I enjoy both a lot. Well, what about, because uh, Hi-Fi isn't doing concerts anymore. Are no, they in the main... I, I don't know what's going on with Hi-Fi, but they are starting to have more concerts in the main room, but they're not, I think they're more, tw- still 21 plus, which is interesting. Their lounge is always 21 plus. Yeah, because they, they used to have two venues, one where they could kind of have, you know, just touring kind of smaller groups that could be in the main mm-hmm. bar area. And then the back area there would be for, that's where Blind Pilot played the first time and Eugene was in that um, longer hall mm-hmm. in the back, but like, they haven't had anything going on there for quite a while now. Yeah, I, I was looking at their concert calendar because I wanted to see what was coming up, and they had like two shows in the main room. I think there's been some booking stuff going on, um, okay. but like Always is coming through, and then I think Girl Pool is coming through. There are a lot of really good artists actually coming through Hi Fi, but because I'm not because I'm not 21, I can't see them yet, mm-hmm. right, which okay. is hard. Yeah, um, uh, you're talking about Wow Hall. I think that's it's probably a one of my favorite venues in Eugene. Uh, it's really good for, yeah, just like normal like indie concerts. Uh, I saw Watsky there last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was actually with Whit Lowey. Like, they didn't perform together, but Whit Lowey opened for him. Um, two both really good lyrical rappers, and it was just a good venue. Man, there's a lot of room. Nothing to complain about really there. Um, and then, I guess, do we want to talk a little bit about DIY venues? Well, I was going to say, yeah, I mean, there's, you know, as, as we're kind of going along and thinking of a lot of other places as well, like, I'm like obviously the Holt Center, maybe for larger concerts, like orchestral stuff, or even, you know, big speakers, like Ira Glass, I saw Yo-Yo Ma there. Also, Cuthbert, the amphitheater. Um, there's also the Boreal, which closed, but I saw some of my favorite shows there last year. It was very DIY. It was, like, small. They had, like, records in the back. It was cool. I saw Naked Giants there, who opened for Car Seat Headrest last year, and then I saw Diet Sig, who are now playing the Aladdin Theater in Portland um, in a couple weeks, and I'm really sad about the Boreal because I only got to go to a couple shows there, but I really enjoyed them. It was a very tiny venue, but it was so jam-packed, so DIY, so fun. Yeah, um, the Bloom, you guys know that. Uh, I've, uh, I actually know the people who live there and who run the place, mm-hmm. uh, so I, I go to pretty much all the shows there. Um, yeah, and those, just for context, those are small house shows. Yeah, it's... Mm-hmm. You know, it's just a house it's their basement yeah um, really well kind of produced uh st- you know, studio setting whatever in the basement there mm-hmm. probably one of the best places in town to see house shows yeah i mean there's so many great house show places in town but i think the blue room is kind of like was it like it's like almost like a hidden gem i think people know about it if you're in the house show scene but like i only found about it recently through a through a photographer at the emerald sarah northrop and it's been it's been a cool place to go to shows. I think I went to a Halloween one there and was like, this is very Eugene. <laughs> yeah, I, I only knew about it because I know the guys. But, um, yeah, they, it seems like they always have good acts. And, like, I, I don't think I've ever, like, really gone there and really been, like, this music is terrible or this venue is terrible. I've never, I've never had that feeling. I've always just been like, this is good music. And maybe sometimes it's too packed, but that's a, that's a house show for you. Yeah. I think that's a good note to end on actually i mean maybe maybe i'll justify why i think we should end now is because i mean like we we've talked a lot about i think venues in eugene that are bigger but i think there is something really special about the eugene house house show scene that we don't that like 
is very much part of the college town experience and part of like people coming through, you know, like I don't think bands coming through touring bands are necessarily like bigger ones or like, oh, there's this bustling house show scene here, but there truly is. And I think that's something we should explore more at the Emerald, maybe, is kind of looking into the house show scene and all these local bands, these bands that are in college, you know, playing music while in college is hard. <laughs> There's a lot of potential topics there. So I, I think, you know, Hi-Fi and WoW are, like you're saying, really good for those intimate venues, but also, yeah, and as McDonald's good for a more established and kind of indie, uh, you know, bigger artists like Tyler Creator, it's really cool to go there and see kind of these larger light shows and see what kind of artists really want to do with their stage setup you know for watsky there really wasn't much besides you know just kind of some different colored lighting there was kind of a times infinity background on the stage but you know for tyler creator for iron and wine you get these kind of big aesthetic Mm -hmm. setups that you can see and i think that's one of the coolest things about mcdonald is seeing that um i was wondering sarah if you could talk a little about buying pilot i don't know if you saw them at hi-fi and then also saw them at mcdonald yeah, actually, one of my first stories for the Emerald was reviewing Blind Pilot um, at Hi-Fi, which was an interesting experience because I, you know, it was like the first, I think the first concert I'd been to in Eugene, I went by myself, didn't know like eight other Emeraldites were there, but they were. So um, what did the difference yeah. between the two venues feel like for that same band? It was interesting. I felt like I really liked the McDonald's show more, if I'm going to be honest, Um because I think there was there were a lot of like drunk college students because it was like a Friday night and it was a bigger show. But I also thought their sound like the sound I'm gonna just say the sound at McDonald is really great. And I think for a band like Blind Pilot that is so kind of resounding and like acoustic, acoustic yeah. and like there's so there's such a layered sound, and it's very clear. I really enjoyed McDonald, but I felt like Hi Fi kind of smushed them in a bit, like I mean, I also saw Blind Pilot play at the Portland Zoo this summer, um, which was a completely different experience. I think they're really a band that's meant to be played, like, to, meant to be seen outside because, I mean, they're just, a lot of their stuff has to do with nature and stuff. And it was just, like, beautiful to hear their music, I don't know, in such an open space. So I think the kind of the wider the space is, the better Blind Pilot is. Um, and I also just felt like the the band had a little more um, chemistry that time around i don't know why i think maybe just because they had more space to kind of move into play and stuff and um israel neberker went to school in eugene and i remember he i mean he went to uvo and he was talking about uh he was talking he, he told some stories i think there were more students in the crowd um at the mcdonald show actually than there was at hi-fi um and he was talking telling stories about going to uo and stuff and it just hmm. was a more it felt like more of a homecoming because it was a bigger venue too you know they were like they were like, this is, you know, this is their band that has had a lot of progress in the last year. And I think it was kind of hi-fi is much smaller, you know. Yeah. And I think Eugene has a, a great microcosm of different venues to go to. Like we're saying DIY places. We have smaller rooms like maybe hi-fi. We don't know at mm-hmm. this point, but <laughs> also Well Hall. And then it's really great to see kind of larger venues get to explore, you know, the aesthetic of their music, kind of what they want to, mm-hmm. you know, the ambience they want to create for their listeners in places like the McDonald and also Cuthbert. So on that note, I'm Alec Cowan. I'm Sarah Rosa Davies. And I'm Casey Crowley. And you can subscribe to the Emerald Podcast Network on iTunes and SoundCloud or wherever you get your podcasts and listen to them directly on the Daily Emerald website at dailyemerald.com. Our theme music is Summer Dreams and West Coast by Ryan Little. And thank you for listening. Thank you.